0: Hello everyone, Tevin Townsend here. Today we're talking about Flat Earth. <clears throat> and I didn't want to make an hour-long presentation. In fact, this isn't even a, a presentation or an argumentative-based uh, episode. You can find plenty of those on YouTube and they can get pretty long. I wanted to uh, talk about this as if I was having a conversation with a friend about the possibility of a Flat Earth and in fact, I'm doing my friend a favor because I've done all the research and I just wanted to present to you some of the most compelling facts that I have learned. So, let's go ahead and get started. The North Pole and the South Pole are militarily guarded, the cordon off. Don't get me wrong, you can explore the border of the region and you can you can go so deep until you're forced to Turn away again militarily. There must be something important at these poles. And this is at both poles. Alright? Now if you are intelligent, you would know that this has all the signs of a secret and where there's smoke, there's fire. Obviously they're they're expending money and they also have secret bases at, at these places it's not just a conspiracy go look it up why do they do that well um one of the ways you could easily prove the earth is round is by sailing from the north pole to the south pole or from from east to west and um there are examples of sailing east to west but the thing about that is that can easily work on a flat circular plane the real proof is doing it from south to north there are flights that avoid the south pole like the plague people wonder why gps still works if we're possibly on a flat plane and the easiest way to explain this without becoming a mathematician is there's not much difference geometrically mathematically between a a, a plane that's based on a flat circle and then a spheroid. They're the same thing except the spheroid is a graduated dimension. It introduces a graduated dimension, makes it more 3D. It's the same difference between a square and a cube. So it's very easy to form a mathematical GPS system that works as if we're living in a spheroid, but yet it's based on a flat circular plane and um, no one questions or a lot of people just aren't willing to question whether that deception is really going on and that's the mistake they always make they say come on why would they lie about this why would they lie about that it's not necessary to explain the motive and that's what's going to keep you from actually looking into it once you look into the facts and you consider the implications then you might want to ask the motive. I don't know why Hillary Clinton was secretly selling uranium to Russia. I mean, that's unthinkable. I don't know why the CIA trafficked drugs to the United States. There are all these conspiracies. We don't know the whys, but the facts are the facts. And that's what you should focus on, then ask those questions later. Now, there have actually been expeditions in the past to the South Pole. No, most notable is Captain Cook, who reported to have sailed along the South Pole for about three years and he traveled something like 4,000 miles and he never found a hole or an opening in the ice wall or the border he encountered. It was as if it was infinite. And I may be getting ahead of myself here. Let me explain the flat earth model. It's not any different from what we know today. That's why it's not like GPS breaks down. Flat Earth doesn't propose something completely different. It's still the same thing. Um, you're just changing your perspective. The continents are still the same, still the same size, still the same contour uh, except you're thinking about it in um, a, you know from a slightly different dimensional perspective. There was a guy called Gleason who came out with a map in 1892. He published a map, a legitimate publication, and it's based on the flat Earth model. And it's simply where the North Pole is in the center, and the South Pole surrounds the outer edges. And um, the continents are perfectly accurate. It looks just like a map we have today. And he got all that right, yet... Why would he get everything wrong when it comes to the South Pole? So that's that's just something to think about. Flat Earth isn't new, and it's not based on religion. That's what I used to think. I used to think it, it was just a bunch of creationists and religious nuts, but prior to the, the Abrahamic faith and the Roman Catholic Church, you have other civilizations like... Uh, especially civilizations that studied astrology that had flat earth models and that had flat earth maps so you have to understand that maybe this is a new school of flat earth I don't know but you have people that are just everyday average smart people that are asking these questions and having an honest conversation with themselves about the possibility of a flat earth and maybe it's not what you're used to where so many people are contrived and they're attached to a dogma and they're fabricating evidence and distorting science. There's been a lot of that and science has had to prove them wrong. But here's here's something very important for you to understand. It used to be that when the Roman Catholic Church came into power they distorted religion and they distorted a lot of historical facts and they would distort science. And then science eventually won with the Enlightenment. Now, um, science has been infiltrated because the the people that are behind this uh, conspiracy, the people that run the world, they typically control both sides of the debate. It's hard for a lot of people to to understand that this Republican versus Democrat squabble we've been having for the past fifty, sixty years is um uh it's manufactured. It's hard for them to believe, but yet they wa- they watch TV every day and and they'll never figure it out. Republicans versus Democrats. Republicans versus Democrats. Non-stop. They're both controlled by an elite that um, want to give you the illusion of uh, whatever they, they, they want you to believe. Okay? Back to the flat earth. We talked about uh, Gleason. The next thing to you know is uh, the North Pole uh has Polaris. And Polaris is a very important star. I think every civilization is aware of it. And for some reason it's the one star that doesn't move and all of the other stars move. And there are all kinds of models that explain that perfectly under a, a flat Earth model. And um, of course round Earth would use all kinds of mathematics and The Earth is tilted. We have different hemispheres. Um, It's on this side of the ecliptic. And this is when you have to use Occam's razor. Because uh, the fallacy of science today is that it's based so much on mathematics and very little experimentation. And and this isn't even coming from me. It's coming from Nikola Tesla who criticized modern-day science and said um, pretty much that the the explanations we have for the world based on uh, you know, the current um, astronomy use these astronomical numbers. The Earth has to be, or the Earth is rotating at fifty five thousand miles an hour. The sun is ninety three million miles away. These galaxies are trillions, or you know, millions of light years. And um, while I can have an appreciation for our insignificance. It, and, um, and, and the grandeur of the, of the cosmos, you have to, at a certain point, realize the extremes you're going to to make a theory work. And Eric DeBay and his um, work pretty much explains how the uh, theories we have now evolved and how they became more and more complicated. A good theory will always be simple and elegant if it's right. and and with the complicated explanations we have one of the main problems is it's hard to uh, verify or test and one of the main tests of a a solid theory is that it's easily falsifiable or investigatable Um, it's hard for us to investigate the cosmos, we can't go into outer space unless we have millions of dollars to build a rocket ship, or maybe billions of dollars. Um it it's it's really difficult. That's why with with global warming. Um they say the, the animals are dying and the ice caps are melting. Uh, and, and it could be going on. Not not due to um humans though. I mean there could be a global warming going on apparently. Global warming and global cooling is natural. It's not necessarily man made. But uh we're led to believe it's man made and then we have to take all kinds of actions, and the UN gets involved, and there's a lot of funding, a lot of legislation that comes after that. But no one has a friend they can call in, in the North Pole or the, or the South Pole. No one lives there, and um, no one is going to sell to the North Pole and the, or the South Pole to, to verify these claims, um, and so they can get away with it, uh, not to mention that parts so of it are cordoned off. So it's back to the cosmos. Um they can get away with this, and we can never hard verify. Uh, we can, you know, we, we don't have the ability to actually go in outer space and, and, and learn finally, right? It's all done through through soft verification, and the reasons they give us are what you might call soft mathematics, uh, but to them it's it's hard mathematics. Um, we're told that you know the Earth is rotating and it's orbiting along an ecliptic. And then our solar system is also orbiting uh, along <laughs> an ecliptic. And then our galaxy is um, has an orbit as well. And when we look in the skies, you should see this wild retrograde going on with all the celestial bodies. And you should have a parallax view where everything is, is just moving crazy. But we do not see that. And... Once again, you have uh, these, these fancy theories that, that are um, so convoluted and um, you know so well designed mathematically to uh, create an explanation for that. You can do anything with numbers. If I wanted to prove to you that there was more crime in the state of Mississippi than, than Tennessee, I could do that. Uh, so that, that's one of the main fallacies of of uh, of science today. The next important thing you need to know, since I talked about Captain Cook, I talked about the North Pole, I talked about Polaris, is that if you look at the 2012 official image from NASA and then the 2013 official image from NASA of the planet Earth, they look completely different and you you have them side by side, proportionally the same size, both globes Yet for some reason the North American continent is 30 to 40 percent larger on one. That doesn't happen if it's a legitimate photo. And again, this is Eric Dubay's work. He found this. It's very simple things we're not picking up on, and they continue to get away with uh, the lies. I I don't know how to tell you that you know NASA completely fooled you with with CGI images and. They literally, in one year, changed your, our complete perception of how, how the Earth actually looks from space. Eric DeBay goes even a, a little further and he shows that in the original NASA footage of the expedition on the moon, the flag is seen waving, even though there's not supposed to be any air, right? And he shows that you can speed up the image, uh, excuse me, you can speed up the footage and slow it down to give the sensation of uh, less gravity or um, or gravity like we have on Earth. We've seen many astronomy movies and uh, moon landing movies. We've seen Transformers. I've seen Disney, Pixar films. CGI is real. And saying that you've gone to the moon and you've made it past the Van Allen radiation belts, which was never discussed back in the 1960s, is an, is an extraordinary claim. And I, people that question that shouldn't be attacked. Um, there are legit, some legitimate questions. There are no stars in the background, even though we have millions and billions. There are no stars in the background of uh, these images of NASA on the moon. And uh, that was also the case with SpaceX. I did an episode on this as well. And I mentioned that a lot of it looks like CGI. Why are there no stars in the background? The other thing you have to understand is... That project to land someone on the moon cost so many billions of dollars. The figure I heard was $30 billion Plus. Yet NASA lost the original footage. That doesn't happen, guys. When all that money is spent... Where there is smoke, there is fire. And you might say, well, why would NASA lie about it? Well, look at all the money they receive. And if you're not familiar with the black budget of America, which is um, yeah, a secret budget usually attached to the military, it's real because it came out recently that the FEMA camps were real. Multi trillion dollar project. These multi billion dollar facilities to each and about every state were built underground. I think there are even uh, railways that were built. I don't know if that part is um, true. But all that taxpayer money, we didn't know about it. And there was a time when $2.3 trillion came up missing from the Treasury and no one was prosecuted. And so the government, the biggest cartel in the world, the U.S. government, they scam us. They lie because the, the people that, that run it are are really really doing this and they're getting away with it and either you'll be able to see this or you won't be able to see it I think that's what you need to know to, to finally decide whether you're going to, to, to look in, into flat earth. I would mention the Bedford experiment because people mention Aristothenes and he talks about they talk about how he measured the curvature of the earth from different points Well, there's also the Bedford experiment where it was very similar to that. And scientists came to different conclusions. And a lot of people have pointed out that when we view the horizon, there's a limitation on the human perspective. And um, our eyes do play tricks on us. And we have to have an understanding of that. That's where science is useful, when we can use science to help us understand... um, The faultiness of our our faculties. So that easily explains um, some of the the ways we, we see the curvature of the earth. I think that's enough. Guys, this is definitely worth looking into. CGI is real, deception is real, and you shouldn't just dismiss it right away. Take some time to look at it, and I know there's an army of media that are there to help you not look into it, they're, help to, they're there to help to reaffirm your belief in what you already have, uh, what, what you already believe, and they're there to make you think the other people are crazy, that's what they're there to do, so this has been Tevin Townsend, you guys have a great day.